0: Welcome to The New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal, to provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Thea Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. It is a pleasure to have you here. Um, I just want to start by saying that this is a, a really historic week for me personally. I've officially made the transition from my nine to five job to doing deep clean full time, and man, th- it just—it is kind of surreal. It still hasn't fully sunk in. But I'm super, super pumped. Uh, I don't know if I've even talked about this much on the podcast yet. I kind of lose track a little bit, to be honest. Uh, But I did announce it to my mailing list and and got a huge response last week. So thank you to all of you guys who did write me in. Um, But uh, Deep Clean started as a side hustle about two and a half years ago, and God has just grown it and blessed it and um, has pushed me to to kind of do this thing full time. So I'm scared. I'm excited. And I'm everything in between. But uh, here we are. Uh, so I, I don't know when this is going to air. It'll probably be a couple of days later. But as I record this, it is my first day doing deep clean full time. So uh, pretty historic day. Uh, today, I want to get into a subject that is, um, well, it's a very important subject in this, in the topic of, you know, porn recovery. And I would say it's, become a lot more prevalent lately. As in, uh, when I go to speak at events, and we do Q&As and stuff, this question often will come up. And I've been doing uh, more SEO research recently as well. And I'm observing that this subject seems to be searched quite a bit on Google. So you know, there's just different signs that point to this being important, in addition to just the content itself. And so we're going to get into it. So we're specifically talking today about how you help somebody else with a porn addiction. So you yourself are maybe not addicted or maybe you have, you know, a bit of an issue but then somebody has opened up to you and they want more help. So we're going to go into this in in um in pretty decent level of detail. Um you guys know my stance on accountability systems, which is that they can work but they must be done well and that a majority of the systems out there don't do it well. So if you're struggling let, let's let's start there if you're struggling and somebody comes to you and says hey I'm I got this terrible problem and let's say they don't know about your struggle you know and maybe you're even in a role where you you couldn't divulge that information publicly uh, without some sort of reprimand like maybe you're a pastor or you know you're in a, a high leadership level in a company or something like that where it's like you, you really you know you have to keep your cards close and um there's going to be people around you that are looking up to you that wouldn't know about those parts of your life. Okay, so somebody comes up to you, they don't know about your struggle and they say I'm really struggling, can you help me? So I mean, a lot of people in this space will say, well, if you're struggling, then you have to redirect them somewhere else. You can't help them. I disagree. I actually don't see it that way. I think we all we all have something to offer the other person. Now, should you become their accountability partner, or we call them spotters at Deep Clean? We, we do things a bit differently here. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think you necessarily need to enter a formal uh, arrangement with them or even consider that. Uh, but all is to say is that in that moment, if you have a struggle and somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, I'm struggling. Uh, and let's assume, like, if it's appropriate for you to share, you can obviously open up and say, "Oh, well, you know what? As a matter of fact, I have this problem too." And da, da 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 da. Maybe we can support each other, or we can at least keep the conversation going. And if you're not in that position, you know, you you're not able to share and open up about it. You can still offer something. You can still say, "Hey, well, you know." um. In my, uh, in some of the things I've heard or in what I've experienced, um, I know that this can be really helpful or whatever. All this to say is just don't disqualify yourself. You have something to offer somebody else, and a lot of guys who join the program here, uh, they'll say, you know, I really want to help somebody. I really want to uh, help other guys, or I want to. Uh, may- some people even, even want to start their own ministry one day in this area, and so I always tell them like. Okay, well, that's good motivation to get you free. And just so you know, you can still help people now. It it might be very small what you're able to offer them, but don't feel like um, freedom is this thing that you have to reach before you can start at all. Um, You can start today, but you you just have to start according to the freedom that you have. So um, that's if you're struggling. Now I'm going to guess that's a minority of people who are, you know, typing this into Google, and even the people who are asking me, um, I, I think generally, you know, it's because they have other people in their lives who are going through it, and maybe they don't don't know how exactly to support them well. So that is the focus of the remaining podcast episode here today. So this is, uh, it's presuming. That you don't have a struggle or your struggle is minimal. We're talking less than monthly, like less frequently than monthly. Um, And somebody comes to you and says, I'm struggling with porn. You want to help them. And maybe you're just trying to figure out how to do that and how to do it well. Okay, let's start with first things first. Number one, don't say anytime you need me, I'm here for you. Now, here's why that's a terrible thing to say. It's very passive. It's very passive. So when somebody is struggling with porn addiction, it takes so much courage to talk to somebody about it. Now, anything that takes courage is energy demanding. Okay, if it was easy, it would not be courageous. So if you think about how much energy it takes somebody to open up to you the first time, Well, what you're saying is, hey, anytime you need to talk, let me know. Hey, anytime you're willing to expend a bunch of energy to be courageous, just let me know. Uh, The the problem is that what you're asking them to do actually requires a lot. It requires a huge energy investment from them mentally and emotionally. So it's, it's not as simple as that. Now, I'm not saying that it has to become your responsibility to then you know, uh, be their accountability partner and, and ask all the questions and whatever else. I'm just saying, don't say that. Instead, instead of saying, Hey, anytime, you anytime you want to talk, let me know, man, or girl or whatever it is. Um, instead, what you want to say is, um, what can I do that would be helpful for you? How can I support you? Uh, is there anything in particular that you need? Um, uh, because you know, maybe opening up to you was, was, a start for them, but maybe they don't want to talk to you all the time about it. Maybe instead what they're looking for is, um, you know, just a friend who's going to hang out with them regularly or, or like to, you know, somebody who's just going to go do normal things with them and treat them normally so they can feel like a normal person. Um, you don't know what it, what it might be. It's going to vary from person to person. So rather than assume or throw out blanket statements, like anytime you need help, uh, or anytime you want to talk, let me know, ask them, like and acknowledge like hey thank you so much for trusting me with this um i really appreciate it i know it takes a lot of courage um you might even want to maybe start by just saying hey can you tell me a little bit more like give me some more information but when it comes to you know the practical part then ask what what do you need Or, or or how can i support you well as a friend and to be honest with you most people won't have an answer in the moment Okay, they're not—they're not, they're not going to be able to say, "Oh, I was—I was hoping you'd ask that." Uh, most people aren't expecting that, so they might—they might come back um, with a, a response like, "Oh, I don't know, actually, um, let me think about it." And in this case, you just say, "Okay, no problem. I'm going to ask you in a week," and then you follow up with them a week later. Um, so, so get on their case about that for sure. Uh, about like, "Hey, I, I want to be a good friend. What can I do?" Like. Be straight with me. Be upfront front with me. Uh, if you're in more of a leadership position, uh, then it's it's uh, you're basically asking the same thing. What How can I support you best as a leader? And this is a great leadership tip because sometimes as leaders, we assume that we know what the people underneath us need. We assume that this is what they're expecting from us or this is what they need. And just asking them can go a long way. You might be surprised what you hear. And these situations are no exceptions. So if somebody reaches out and they, they're struggling and you kind of get the lay of the land and you understand their situation, Ask them, what do you need? What What's it going to look like for me to support you well? And it's okay for you as like, if you don't feel like you're in a position to do it or, um, you know, I'm just imagining somebody who's in a position in life where they're busy, they have enough people that are leaning on them and and maybe you can't take another thing on. It's okay for you to do that as well. It's okay to say, hey, I, I, will, I will pray for you. I, I can support you from afar. I'm just not in a season right now where I can give you, More support, and I hope that's okay. But I'm really grateful you shared with me, Um, and and you could still even ask, like, is there anything like knowing that, knowing the season of life I'm in, is there anything else I can do for you? You could do something like that. But I just wanted to give you permission in case you need it. It's okay for you to draw boundary as well. You don't need to be there for somebody if um, if it's going to do more harm to you than it will good. Okay. Tip number two: be slow to be accountable. And here's what I mean. It is very common that, you know, you have two people, they open up um, to each other or one person opens up and the, the natural response is, okay, well, let me keep you accountable. Well, that's very noble. But remember, like being accountable is not about just grabbing a a beer every week and talking about it. It's not about just throwing them a text once a week and saying, hey, how are you doing? Or then throwing you a text and saying, hey, I I messed up today, please pray for me. Um, You need an accountability system. You need a, a methodology. So don't be quick to jump into this thing unless you're really gonna do it well. Because accountability done poorly does more harm than good. It must be done well. So make sure that if you're going to be accountable, that you have a system, that you have an approach. Uh, You might need to do some research on how to do this well. You can check out my blog or you can listen back to some of these other podcast episodes that talk about accountability. Just be slow. I'm not saying don't do it. Obviously, I'm all for it. But um, I want to see it done well. So, So be slow and make sure that you have a system and a methodology. And if this is somebody that you don't have a lot of relationship with, I would actually have a timeline for it as well. Um, Or at least some checkpoints like, yeah, let's try this for a month. Let's see how this goes. Or uh, let's try this for three months. And that gives you permission and it gives them permission to reevaluate because after three months, they might feel like, you know what, these sessions are like our, our accountability system isn't doing anything. And maybe they don't want to continue. And that kind of gives an easy way out uh, and allows you to have a, just an, an open and an honest conversation. Um, and on, on the flip side, you know, for you, if you're as the person helping, you might not have capacity for it, you might feel like I'm in over my head here, you know, just it gives you some ways out as well. So it just ensures that you guys are both going to be in a, you know, a healthy position as you go about this. So be slow to be accountable. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to mention on that one. Um, but I think I covered all my notes here. Um, okay. The third point is encourage professional help, encourage professional help. So in, in other words, um, just, it's okay that you have limitations. You know, if you're just a friend or even if you're a pastor, you know, and, and uh, pastors have, um, you know, tons of training and, and the ability to help people in this area, but you're not specialized in it, right? It, it's not your focus necessarily. So encourage professional help. And, and that could be something that you do gradually over time. I think. Um, one of the mistakes that people will make is we try to solution solutionize quickly, and so we we come up with okay, here's some things you can do. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? And for somebody who's struggling with porn addiction, when they reach out to you they're not they're not ready to go there yet usually it again, like it took so much courage and so much bravery to step out that's like that's enough of a step, and as you continue to have dialogue with them. As they feel safer around you, and the conversation becomes more comfortable and familiar, you can slowly start to guide them to get professional help. Now, there's always going to be exceptions to this. You're going to have some people who are just ripe, and they're ready, and they're like they're going to do everything they can. They've just they got that fire in their eyes. They've made up their mind, and they're ready. So, if that's the case, then yes, absolutely guide them encourage them to get professional help redirect them to the right resources that's totally fine and you'll know you know you'll know when they're when they're in that position and if they're not if they don't really have that budding burgeoning enthusiasm then it's okay to just kind of nurture somebody and gradually get them to that place where you're maybe you know saying hey i think you need to see a professional or have you considered professional counseling no problem um And, you know, you can redirect them to resources as well if you know about them. Obviously, you listen to this podcast. Um, I have a mailing list, but there's lots of good podcasts out there, lots of good material. Um, Some of my friends are Drew Boa at Husband Material Men, uh, Sean Bonito at at Secret Habit. Um, He's not a friend, but somebody that I really admire from afar is Jay Strainer, And uh, he's got his course called The Journey, I believe. Like there's lots of good resources out there. Uh, There's Pure Desire Ministries, Pure Desire Men, uh, Real Men connect we had dr joe martin on here a couple of weeks ago so you know there's lots of good resources resource your people as well Um, that's a great way for them to um, how do i say this it's a great way for them to progress um, in kind of warming up to to the subject to the resources and tools they need uh, without you having to do all the work so it should make your life easier if it's done well Okay, now the last thing I'm going to say here, and and this is probably the most important thing in this particular podcast episode, and that is to be a good friend. Be a good friend. I know, profound, isn't it? Um, Here's what I mean. What addiction recovery research has uncovered is that Traditional approaches like isolating people, confining them, it ends up doing more harm than good. Usually, addiction is spurred on by a lack of connection, a lack of meaningful, personal connection. And so people then resort to drugs and alcohol. Those are substance uh, examples. Or um, or things like video games, uh, porn addiction, that kind of stuff. Um, and the reason that people people resort to these is as research is showing a lack of meaningful connection so one of the best things that you can provide somebody who is struggling is meaningful connection It's just simply being a good friend being there for them and as i kind of alluded to earlier sometimes the best thing you can do when someone is struggling is just be there for them and just hang out with them treat them like a normal person just do things that you would normally do together, um, and this is assuming it's a friend context. If it's in a leadership context, it could actually still be similar. You you can still be there for them and have meaningful conversations, and and you know when you do pastor them, you you or or you're guiding them or whatever. Um, you can kind of evaluate like do they want to talk about this and if they don't then that's fine then then you find other things to talk about and and you you support them that way and you kind of you continue to foster that relationship so that that is really what it's meant to be about um it's it shouldn't be uh it doesn't have to be the central focus of your interactions um in fact it can be quite the opposite uh but but being a good friend goes a long way because people who are struggling need connection they need deep meaningful connection and you can provide that for them and the way i see it is that um, when you're recovering you are really trying to um to fortify your pre-existing connections you're trying to forge new connections and all of them are with the goal of just finding that meaning in life and as as those connections get stronger you know like i see it in my groups all the time as, as the guys get to know each other better and they get more comfortable around each other and they, they start to joke with one another and um, you, know, you have all these little insider phrases and whatever else, uh, it's, it, it's really fun. And that, that kind of meaningful connection is paramount. It is paramount for recovery and, and for really um, any kind of long-term success. So uh, again, if they're, if they're not getting involved in those groups or whatever else, or, or you just feel like there's maybe only so much you can do, just be a good friend. Ha- have meaningful conversations. Uh, do things that friends normally do. Do things that leaders normally do. Um, and and just, just be there for them. And that, that meaningful connection is going to go a long way. Um, and I'm, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. But there, there is a TED Talk by um, a guy. He's a, a British journalist. I believe his name is Johan Harry or Johan Hari. I'm, I'm not pronouncing that right. Sorry, Johan. Um, but uh, he, he did a great TED Talk presenting some of these findings uh, about addiction recovery and just the importance of research, uh, sorry, the importance of connection and, and really meaningful relationships. So I'll link to that if you want to uh, read into it a little bit more. But um, that is uh, kind of my, my top four tips if you are helping somebody with a porn addiction. So uh, number one, don't say if you, uh, anytime you need me, let me know. Um, be proactive, and ask them, what do you need? Don't, don't presuppose anything. Number two, uh, be slow to be accountable. So not that accountability is a bad thing, but be slow as in don't jump into anything in haste. Make sure you can commit to it and then make sure you have a system or a methodology. Um, and, and it's probably a good idea to set a probationary period or some, some checkpoints along the way um, so that you can both reevaluate as things go on. Uh, number three is encourage professional help. Might take time to get there, uh, but but that should be a goal. Um, you will not be able to solve their problem on your own, the same way that I am not able to solve their problem on my own. Um, I have lots of supports, and um, I and to be honest, I rely even on on my other clients who are in the groups, right? Like uh, we all work together uh, to help each other out. So um, encourage professional help because not not one person can do this on their own. Um, and lastly, be a good friend uh, because meaningful connection is more important than any advice you could ever give. So just be a good friend. And it will go a very long way. So hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I hope this episode has helped you. Um, and if you are struggling yourself, uh, I want you to know that there's lots of resources out there like the ones I mentioned in this podcast. We'll link to those. Um, but you can also go to uh, our website. That's Uh We got more resources there for you as well. We have a blog. Uh, we have a weekly mailing list where we send the, the latest recovery uh, insights and tips. And if you are uh, maybe looking for something more, and you want to get some professional help, Uh, you want to be part of a system that's going to help you get the results, Uh, that's got a proven track record, you can go to my website there as well. Go to the coaching part uh, in the menu and uh, it explains everything that we do, how we do it. And and it would be uh, really fun to jump on a call with you and and see, see if, uh, we're a good match and see if we can really help you out. So, uh, that's, that's in the show notes. And lastly, uh, if you are somebody who is uh, not struggling, uh, but you are looking to, uh, to just help somebody else, then, um, then take some action today. And if you, if you feel like, um, maybe somebody's already reached out to you and you didn't handle it the right way, just go back to them. I apologize. Say, Hey, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I'm learning as I go. I listened to a podcast today. Gave me a couple tips and um, I'm wondering if maybe we can talk about it more. I'd love to see if there's a way I can support you. Um, So you can be proactive that way and uh, your friends will appreciate it, I promise. Uh, Or you know the people that you're leading, whoever it might be. So hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk very soon. Thanks for listening to the new man podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest. Please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sathya Thanks again and see you next time.